Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Tantron is our WWL multimedia, multimedia journalist, and he joins us now with uh, another uh, topic for uh, a podcast. Uh, Ton, welcome to the show, and uh, tell us about your podcast this week. Happy New Year, and the reason that this podcast is circulating or revolving around the topic that it is, this is the time of year that people tend to make change in their life, or at least say that they will, and that can come into the form of a New Year's resolution. And sometimes those resolutions often call for cutting back or reducing some type of vice, and that could be in the form of cutting out alcohol. And I spoke with a homicide detective for the NOPD who made that choice three years ago to go cold turkey because of an incident in her life. And I thought that if people are considering making a similar change in their life, they should kind of hear a story from a person who made that decision and see what life was like before they went sober and what was life like after they went sober. Yeah, and, and Tom, think, you know, it, it, I, think, I think it's great to get energy from, from these people because I know that there are people who um, have drinking and drug problems and they, they know they're addicted. They might not want to admit it, but they know deep down inside they are addicted. And uh, they, they're, they're afraid. They're afraid of what happens when they lose their friend. I mean, the, the alcohol, the drugs, it's a bad friend, but it's still a friend, something that's been in, consistent in your life for a long time. And I think a lot of people are afraid and they don't know what to expect if they got rid of this thing that's been part of them for so long. You know, you bring up a really good point, Scoot, and that's an element of the, the podcast and an aspect of Maggie Darling's life that we talk about. She grew up in New Orleans and alcohol was very much an accepted part of the culture here. I mean, you got to admit that celebration is part of the landscape and if celebration is part of the landscape in New Orleans, which it is, uh, that often means drinks and hands and uh, a free-for-all for celebrations. But as you mentioned, you know, alcohol can be a friend and uh, it can be a crutch. But Maggie also said that, look, it's something that's so accepted and so almost expected that if you don't drink, you might lose that social aspect of your life. And she called it almost mm -hmm. a social death sentence because not only is the alcohol a friend, uh, but you might lose your friends because sometimes people, as, as she mentioned, right. look at you sideways if you don't drink. They you know, do. The saying goes, yeah, they, they say, you know, I can't trust a guy that doesn't drink. <laughs> and she felt that. And she felt that that pressure when she stopped drinking. Um, but that's some, that's just, you know, one aspect of the podcast. And it's, it's a fairly complicated situation that got her into the point of sobriety. But, you know, she she's living a better life. Yeah. You know, Elton John talked about being afraid to quit drinking. And uh, I think mm -hmm. it's been over 20 years for, for Elton John now, clean and, and sober. And 
And I've talked about Nikki Six of Motley Crue. Uh, I mean, here's a guy mm-hmm. who who uh, drank and did drugs, and I mean, he was a he was a mess. And 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 people like that just talk about how great their life is today. And I don't hear people say. Man, I, I used to love it when I was drinking and, and doing drugs. It's, you know, my life sucks now. It was so much better back then. I don't ever hear anybody say that. No, and, and you won't hear Maggie say that because, you know, what, what she says is, uh, you know, look, at, at some point it, it was a very enjoyable life. She thought that she could handle the drinking that she enjoyed. Um, but that was because she was surrounded by a lot of folks who were doing the same thing. But if she was honest with herself, and she was, uh, there was an incident that forced her to make a decision to go cold turkey. And she says, if you have to and if you want to make a change in your life, you also have to kind of look deeper, not just cut out the physical you know, consumption of alcohol, but start looking at the core reasons of why you started drinking and kept yeah. drinking. Yeah. She says it's not enough just to stop the physical part of consumption, but really work on yourself. And for her, she said it was a lack of confidence. Um, which yeah. some people might find surprising because she's a homicide detective for the NOPD, which often calls for a lot of confidence. Yeah, it, it, it's it's true. But lack of confidence is uh, a reason a lot of people do drink because it it, it brings them out of their shell. And I, look, I have had people very close to me and in, in my family who uh, have, have dealt with that. And um, the, the closest person to me dealt with a situation in his work environment where it was a big drinking crowd and he doesn't drink. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of um, subtly ostracized and not included in, in, in some things uh, with big management because he wasn't a drinker. You know, and Maggie brings that up. She says, you know, especially in New Orleans, business deals, friendships, you know, um, yeah. kind of sponsorships sometimes are brokered through drinks, um, having a yeah. meeting for dinner and, and, you know, deals are made through drinks. But, you know, I, I think, it's interesting because if you look at the dynamic socially, sometimes if somebody's kind of partying and going too hard or fall down drunk, we don't really say or we don't really question. It's like, well, like, why are they drinking so much or why are they so out of control? But if somebody doesn't drink at a party, mm-hmm. you're asking, why aren't they drinking? But, you know, the the, the inverse sometimes is actually just the, the strangest aspect that if somebody's not drinking, you think that there's something wrong with them. But if somebody's, you know, falling down drunk. Yeah. But they're just having a good time and yep. socially accepted. Very, you know, very. I think, I, yeah. I've had that happen yeah. to me. I've had that happen to me where mm-hmm. I'm in a, a drinking situation. And if I'm driving, I'm not going to drink. And, 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 and mm-hmm. people do, they, you know, it's almost like, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you drinking? There's nothing wrong yeah. with me. Yeah. For Maggie, she says, look, it, it, she, she, couldn't, she couldn't drink moderately. You know, and she said that, you know, she had to accept the fact that mm-hmm. she was an alcoholic at, at a certain right. point. Um, which takes a lot of a lot of courage uh, to face that you have a problem. And she said that she wanted to step forward to kind of sh- put a face on a problem that is fairly normal. But yeah. because people have these issues of really being honest with themselves and understanding that they have a problem, um, they often don't confront what they have to face. Tom, this is going to be a, a very inspirational podcast for a lot of people. And if uh, if anybody listening is um, just maybe having their own uh, private uh, debate over this or issue with this or they're going through the process of, you know, thinking that they need to make a decision, um, I, I would suggest listen to this podcast because there's going to be a lot of emotional support for you and um, a, 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 I guess um, a, 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 an invitation to a new path. 
Yeah, for sure. And, and I, you know, to be clear, you know, Maggie Darling is, and she'll say it, she's like, she's a, a very alpha person. Um, she doesn't take any crap from anybody, and, but she certainly doesn't preach about sobriety. She's very much a live and let live type of person. But I think if anybody out there is debating or considering changing something in their life when it comes to alcohol or drugs, you may want to listen to this because I think Maggie offers a, a good yeah. set of guidelines and really just a, a good example of how it's it's not a straight line. You know, you, sometimes you get to a certain point, um, but it, it may take you a few a few years, a few tries. Um, it took Maggie a long time to get to where she is, but she says that she's in the best shape of her life, and she's also at the best point in her life, and she's very much the, the most honest version of herself, which I think none of us um, can complain about that when it comes to who we are. Sure. Tom, tell us where we can find the podcast. Uh, they can find the, the Tom Report, and I'll spell you my name. It's it's not a common one. It's T-H-A-N-H. It's the Tom Report. They can find it anywhere they get their podcast. That's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the podcast platforms. The story is also on the WWL radio website. They can click on the story there, and there's a link to listen to it there as well. All right, Tom, great job. You do a great job with these. Uh, you're an award-winning uh, journalist now with uh, with WWL, and, and we appreciate you having us, um, having you with us on, on the station. Uh, good luck with the Todd Report, and we'll uh, direct people in that direction. Have a great weekend, and Happy New Year. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.